It's the Daily Talk Show. I'm Josh Jansen. I'm Tommy Jacket. It's episode 85, TJ. You're excited because you got chocolate in I your do. hand? Well, to give people context, uh, this is coming out Monday, but uh, we're pre-recording, something we don't do that often. It's it's more of a safety precaution mm. because, I mean, I, actually, I'm not even going bush. I'm going desert. Yeah. I'm, I'm flying from Melbourne to Brisbane, which is like two hours itself. Brisbane is not desert, mate. No, but I got to get on a little plane and fly like two and a half hours, 1,500 kilometres, I think it is, to a place called Longreach, which is... It's big fucking Longreach, isn't it? 100, what, 1,500? <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking long way away. And, it, and supposedly it's where Qantas was founded. Yeah, interesting, because this is what the... So you're filming a project for a guy who happens to have a massive farm. Yeah. What, what does he actually farm? <clears throat> His family have been farming... Mate, sorry, I forgot to mention, I have to drive two hours once I get into Longreach. Fuck. To this ranch. Surely the plane can just, like, <laughs> drop you off. You think at that point... So... So the, you're doing a video project through your yeah. business, Frisbee & Co. Mate, I love this. I love... Connecting with people and making movies and mm-hmm. hearing stories. I found out about this two days ago from mm-hmm. today and flights got booked and I'm flying out Monday. What is the? Is there any specific rush or are you just like, let's just act on it? Well, uh, I kind of just gave them some dates. I yeah. pushed for like a bit further, with, you know, like uh, a following week after. Mm-hmm. Like, but I was it. like, I'm actually free from Monday yeah, yeah. Great. and I've got to shoot back in Melbourne yeah. on Friday. So... Fuck it, let's you're, do it. You're going to be exhausted, but it's going to be I know. amazing. It's um yeah, and so anyway, we tested out today. I gave him a call. Rupert, his name is from the, the farmer. Farm. The yeah. farm. Well, he's not even he's a no farmer. farmer. He's just like he's from a farming family. A farming family lives in Sydney. He lives on a farm. Oh, he doesn't even fucking live no, there. No, 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 no. So the story that we're telling is about where he grew up, oh, and great. from what I know about it, he for twelve years of his life did um, primary school over radio. Yeah, that's sick. How cool is that? Do they still do that? Do we know? Uh, You're going to find out. Probably not. Well, maybe like, with the um, the lack of internet that we had when I tested with Rupert today. Yeah. So I tested um, Skype with him and it was a fucking struggle. He said they've got MBN satellite. Mm-hmm. So it's not, a, it's not, a, it's like probably goes to a town where it can get to and then they satellite the internet. In. So what was the, could you even connect it all with Skype? We, yeah, we connected, but it was very weak. So point being... Um, we're going to try and do the daily talk show live from Matatumbra, I think it's called, or so, I, I probably butchered that, which is the town where he's So Longreach is where you go first? Longreach is where the airport is. Okay, yeah. A two-hour drive is Matumbra, I think. I'll mm-hmm. get it right by the time I get back. Um, this is such a fun project. Man, it's so good. This is why we do. This is why I do... What I do, yeah. which is like the, We're the same person, mate. We're exactly. the same person. Just talk for me, right? You fucking. Well, we we travel, uh, like we want to be able to travel, tell stories, meet interesting people, have an excuse to ask questions. Yeah. Be like, oh, mate, yeah, we need a shot of you on the tractor just to fucking get them on the tractor. You know, 100%. that sort of shit. I'm gonna be like, I need to get up in that light plane or that helicopter. helicopter. Sick. Fuck, we need to go. You know, he was telling me. <laughs> I spoke to him on the phone, and he's like, dude, I'm up on the water silo because there's better 4G up here. (laughs) So I just love that picture. Like that's such a, you know, I'm picturing like just Cool silhouette. Cool silhouette, red sun going down, the blue um, sky just getting electrified by the low light. Have you got enough hard drives and stuff? What are you doing? I'm only going to take, oh, maybe I should take two. 
you can borrow one of mine if you want because I'd say if I can have at least back up every single like I feel mm, like true, this is true, the type true. of project where just go above and beyond in regards to backing up yeah um, data I've got heaps of like those when I transition to the big raid drive I have so many of those smaller hard drives which I'm not using so maybe you could use them but um you were just talking. Oh, there's one thing. Sorry, yeah. there's one feeling um, around this travel stuff. Like, f- and I kind of because it's all kind of really happened fast, mm-hmm. booking these flights and getting out of here. I don't. I'm not just a. I, I can't just be a selfish fucking single dude anymore. Oh yeah. And I had this fucking overwhelming feeling of of guilt. Mm. I think it was. It felt like guilt. And I and I and it was about leaving Amy with Bodie. Mm-hmm. To have to take him to daycare every morning, get herself to work, and then get him. Because you guys like obviously rely on each other heavily to get all those things done. Got to do team effort. So you wake up. Or what is a typical day for you? Yeah, um, I wake up, and Bodie's crying. It's like six a.m. probably. Yeah, so six, it depends 6:30. on. He's funny. Sometimes he sleeps and then wakes up really happy. But usually if he hasn't had enough sleep, he's just a bit sooky mm. and then he wants us to go in and get him. And so I go and grab him and get him ready and I take Amy and Bodie to daycare. Actually, what time? I don't take Amy to daycare. I take, no, we, well, you're both in the car and so what time has he got to be at daycare? Is he it can, like work? He, he can be, be there at, from 7. Okay. And so we get him there maybe 7.30? 6.55, we arrive, <laughs> we wait out. <laughs> we so, have got there early ones. <laughs> So, I felt yeah, I felt like an asshole. Um, so seven thirty is normally the jam. How many kids are normal? How many kids in total are there throughout the whole day? Uh, oh man, there's I think down in his area because he's up into you know up into one and a half. I think it is. There's like probably ten or eleven kids. I think uh-huh. per square meter. Sort of. No, that's a deal, dude. You can only have a certain amount of kids per square meter. Yeah. It's a um. It's daycare thing. Yeah, that makes sense. And I know that because I worked. Uh, I made a video for a daycare center. Ah, that's right. And, and like, so, let's yeah. make sure we get the square meterage right. Drop many... him off, take Amy to work. I go into work. Amy's got to start work at what time? She starts at 8.30. Uh-huh. I start whenever I want. But so I'm... you'll probably drop her off sometimes 8 o'clock, mm. sometimes quarter to 8, yeah. maybe 8.25. Nah, never never, never late. She never gets in late. early. Okay. she's They're getting her money's worth with her. Yeah. Um, does she stuff her? Has she well not stuff around? But has she got a bit of a routine where she'll make herself some toast or mm, do all that sort of thing? They've got a coffee machine at her business, like a legit Italian style fucking four things that you can you know. <laughs> oh, crazy! They make about a hundred. They go through ten kilos of coffee a week. Like this is like a cafe. Fuck. There's a hundred employees, and they make it. That I feel like getting a hundred employees all looking after a coffee machine would be a clusterfuck. It, It'd be breaking down all the time. Well, it broke down the other day, and she said everyone freaked. Yeah, and it, because everyone's saving. So you know, people. Some people are having three, four co- coffees a day. They're cafe coffee, so that's a four dollar coffee. You know, right. so you you're having twelve bucks. Yeah, worth a coffee. 16 bucks worth of coffee a day. And, and so you, their espresso, like what do they do? They just like long blacks. They could do lattes if they wanted. I can do, do all the frothing. Have you been in there? Have you spent Yeah. <laughs> so we go up because I drop Bodie off early and we go upstairs and she makes me coffee sometimes. Cheeky so, bugger getting full. It's like when Brie used to work at Suzanne Group and she would get the uh, bananas and on a Friday she would look at the fruit and it's like, well, this is going to go to waste. So I might just take, take a few bananas home amy does the fruit order yeah and um and yeah there's fuckloads of fruit in yeah. those businesses yeah i remember wastage in businesses yeah 
it's um mate give that shit away so yeah, yeah i drop him off and then i head into work and then i pick him up pick amy up at five five sorry i pick amy up at five thirty. pick up Bodie, and we go home what happens if you got so the other day when we were doing filming for the covering the federal mm. budget you had to be at my place at five mm. what do you do what did you do in that case she, amy has to pick up Bodie and take him on the tram and go home so she walks Walks to the tram stop, yeah. walks to Bodie's daycare, which is 500 metres from her uh-huh. work, gets Bodie and goes onto the tram and then goes, you know, gets to Luna Park in St Kilda and then walks home. Oh, that'd be fun though. It, but if it's, it's fucked Shit up weather, weather at the moment. Yeah. So does she have to take a pram? That's the annoying bit. Sometimes a pram, a little, um, this thing, you know, the thing you wore. Yeah. You wore Bodie on the front of you. What, what was that video called? Um, Bodie's my son away. My, my son's new father yeah. for a day. My son's new dad for a day on my YouTube channel. Yeah. But I felt this guilt of, you know, having to put this on Amy because it's the first time I've gone away for more than two days mm-hmm. or one night, you know, uh, two days, one night. So you actually, you accepted the job and then said, okay, fuck now I've got to have the conversation. I think you go through, I've got to filter. Is this and and I said to the you at the start of this year my my word Priorities. or my um, oh yeah yeah what is it what you told the, me about one it one word of the year which is a Jason Fox Doctor Jason Fox uh, who's a friend of mine we're going to have him on the podcast I'm very looking soon. forward to that organizational psychologist real fucking interesting dude um, but anyway I, so he's yeah he he talks about having a word which is sort of encompasses your year and your focus what was your word uh, I. I um, broke the rules, two words, Um, family first. Okay, well, that's also a a very uh, conservative political party. So, let's just say family. (laughs) Okay, family. Family first, I think. I I wanted the first in there because I want it to be the first consideration when making a decision. Uh Uh-huh. And that is my family. What and the Daily Talk Show has become family as well. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just, just I, extend the family. Can, yeah, mate, they're like family. <laughs> what, what the I, people what? at the pub, mate, they're like fucking family. <laughs> well, they are. I mean, yeah. And so this is. So I thought about that. And I thought, is this? It's a financially good decision for me to do it. Yeah. Um, there is a sacrifice of not being there. Yeah. And Psychologically, I think it's good for you too as well. Yeah. It's like stretching you creatively because mm. I think when you put your family first, sometimes that means putting uh, your ambition first for a short period of time to mm. be able to um, to help the family financially but also just to like move forward and doing stuff. Yeah, and I, and I kind of I th- I grappled with the concept um, for a moment where it, of this sort of um, guilt... And then, you know, rationalizing it with, you know, the family first thing and it being a good decision. But then I was thinking about like people who, uh, and, and, you know, without judging them, are away on business a lot yeah. and have young families. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, is this feeling getting in, in the way of potential success? Like I can't let it get the better of me, mm-hmm. but, I, but I, yeah, I was just, I, I just look at, like if you get on a flight from Melbourne at six a.m. on a weekday, yeah, and you look at the people, you know, half of them coming back at six a- six p.m. Mm. that night, it's a very like business driven, career driven person, yeah. and some of them probably have families, and that's a decision that they're making, whether they've consciously made the decision to you know not be with their family or they've thought about it as much as I have. Maybe they don't. Yeah, but I and I think about it's important for me to be a good dad. And that's one of those elements. Well, I mean, and I think that 
you know, people see fatherhood in different ways and what being a good dad means. Some people, because of their upbringing, think that being a good dad is being at work all the time and working hard and providing for the family. Mm. I think that that's probably archaic and, mm. and something that's shifting because, um, you know, there's emotional sustenance and being mm. there for your kids and and also um, this shift in the idea that, um, you know, that the mum should be doing all of this work and all that mm. sort of thing. Well, I mean, was that, you know, what's your, what's your view? I feel like you always surprise me with your views because sometimes you can be quite uh, liberal and open and sort of, you know, but then you can also mm. have your little conservatives, you know, streaks here and there. What is the take on, um, you know, providing for family and things mm. like that? Yeah, I mean, well, I've been kind of going through some feelings of, you know, not being able to provide. Like, that's a fucking feeling. Like, that's an overwhelming feeling. Mm-hmm. If you were like, "Fuck, we're low on money," yeah, and like we've, I've got, you know, I'm, I've been putting in sacrifices, yeah, and you know, taking a hit financially because I'm trying this bigger thing. But it is so fucking demoralizing feeling like you mm. can't support. Westpac don't consider how many podcast episodes you've done <laughs> yeah, in, when it comes to the bank balance, unfortunately. I know, but you know, you and I are both playing in this space where it's like the payoff is big. Yeah. But we don't quite know the payoff just yet yeah. or how we're going to get it. And it's even, I think, like relatively speaking, you know, like it's not it's not big. It's not the huge. We're not going to be billionaires. We're not, might not even be millionaires. But I think that the payoff is big in regards to fulfillment, happiness, mm. Uh, and development and then hopefully that also so you know i think that we can there's a fi- financial viability to eventually get to which 100%. i think we'll be able to, to do and so you know i don't i don't i want to avoid that feeling of not being able to provide so but do you think that potentially um, going into be, being a parent what was your view on your role versus amy's role yeah well if if you were to say is one more career driven than the other, whatever that means, mm-hmm. whatever you think it means, I I probably am more career driven. Yeah, a clear picture of uh, not even that clear, but I'm just I found my thing. Uh-huh. Um, maybe Amy's not so much like she's got some things that she's heading towards, and she's becoming more clear about this stuff. Yeah, and and maybe it's like, well, you know, I can I felt like, and it's probably. Uh, the wrong thing to do is slip into like, well, I'm providing here. Yeah, which- because I guess you sort of slip into, slipping into roles can be easy mm. because it's saying, okay, well, just like a, a workplace, it's not like, you know, there's a there's a nice feeling of, okay, we're all, we all are sort of leading this, we're all a part of it, we're all helping making decisions. But, mm. you know, there's, I guess there is also the benefit of having roles and saying, okay, you're mm. looking after this, this, this and this. And man, it's um, I could I can see the danger of having it one too far one way. Yeah, I'm sure there's relationships out there where the guy won't let the not won't let, but like wants to be the main provider, uh-huh. and not that he's saying don't fucking work, uh-huh. but you can see the power in, and I can I see the danger in me going. Well, I'm the provider here, Amy. You're not fucking pulling your weight because yeah. that's an easy out, right? That's an easy fucking grab at power. Mm. Amy's she's working. She's yeah. fucking <laughs> earning close to what I am. Yeah, uh, close to what I'm paying myself from my own business. Yeah, 
um, and so she's totally, you know, and we're, we're like, we're, we're switching our relationship into this real team because we have to. And so it's a partnership thing it's a, that we spoke mm. about, really. And it's a, um, I think that, that maybe that is the decision that maybe sometimes is overlooked. Like if you are sort of thinking about these things in a bigger picture sense, like I even think about um, if Bree and I have kids, we're not planning on having kids. And one of the reasons is, is because it's like we, we're both have being fulfilled right now within mm. our roles and within our work and all that sort of thing. Mm. If that was something that Brie was like, this is something that I'm really keen on and, you know, this is where I'm going to find fulfillment, mm. then, yeah, then naturally maybe or maybe that comes from the... Ma- I, think it's, I think it's hard maybe with, um, what do you call it? Like it, just how it all works. Like the mum is giving birth, right? Yeah. She, she's the one that's going to be feeding the baby, so I wonder how that would go the other way around whether where you know stay at home dads it's becoming a much more sort of common thing but there still is the fucking delivery of the thing it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like there's still the 9 months beforehand there's still all of that sort of yeah. stuff yeah it's full on if i had the money and I, and I know it's such an easy thing to say oh if we had the money if i had the money i'd i would spend a lot of time with bodie yeah and and I would incorporate what I like to do and make videos and films and incorporate that into our existence. Like I don't think I would push as hard on generating business mm. as I would on focusing on being, you know, with my best friends. It's like, yeah. you know, traveling and incorporating all these things. And I know that's just, that's blue sky thinking of if we walked into money, I'd leave and go traveling for a year. <laughs> I think it's worth asking those questions still yeah and then seeing how you can sort of put it into existence like even the thought of us working together it'd be great to like the vision that i even have with what that would potentially look like is the idea that we're both joint custody of yeah, Bodie. Exactly. <laughs> i look after Bodie most I, i'm the stay at home no but i think that it's it's almost like i like the idea of building an environment that would enable you to be able to do that as well. Mm. So it's not like a partnership where it's like fucking grinding all the time, Mm. but actually having two people within a business so that then it takes off some of that Mm. pressure. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. I think like, I think it's so complex, the whole kid thing. But I I just hope that the people that are working and, you know, from the outset, um, not spending much time with their family. I just hope that they've got their priorities right as far as knowing that their priority is work and that's actually the thing that's fulfilling the most yeah. and it not being the family. It's also, the f- I think that there's it's a two-pronged thing. If you bring someone in to the world, you're no longer thinking about your fulfillment. It's, mm. I think, your responsibility to think of the fulfillment mm. of your children as well, oh, right? 100%. And your family as a whole. So it's like... Yeah. Um, you need to think about Amy's fulfillment, Bodhi's fulfillment. Amy needs to think about your... Like, it's this real fine balance. <laughs> it's, any relationship is like considering someone else. Yeah. It's huge. It's a huge thing to think outside of yourself because mm. it's so simple. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's fucking common. And what is it? Like, it's it's nature to look, think about yourself first because you're in your own head. Well, it's, yeah, it's your it's own easier. world. It's very, very easy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's um, 
Yeah, and definitely being in a long-term relationship like Bree and I, like we have built that. It's always a joint decision of, okay, what are we both wanting? And then, you know, coming to a compromise that mm. makes sense. And what are we aligned with? What are we... And I think the awesome thing is, uh, I think we're both better people because of it, because mm. we're able to um, understand, like, I think that everything becomes a up for question, which I think is a powerful thing. So when you're making these choices, you you have to be thoughtful. Yeah. You have to be mindful. I think like that mindfulness. So you're clearly being mindful, um, saying yes to this job, doing all the, you know, working it all out in your head. Mm. What was Amy's um, vibe on it when you yeah. told her? Awesome. Yeah. And I think it's come from a place of, she, I think she knows that I'm thinking that stuff. Yeah. Well, you're being the filter so she doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's all good. I'm going to have a great time yeah. and it's going to be, you know. Do you think you'll, you know, what's the hardest part of it, do you think, for you? Oh, I don't see anything just hard. I don't know. Yeah. It, I, it, it's my element, immersive, mm. curiosity, you know, storytelling. Um, what about from a family point of view? Yeah, I'm going to fucking miss the little man and yeah. Amy. Uh-huh. And I haven't experienced that yet. Might be a good break too. People talk mm. about that, like just having that reset. You might come back with mm. a bunch of energy and then mm. be able to take over a little bit more than you normally would yeah. to give Amy that. Um, well, it gives you a sense of, um, uh, what, you know, what's the thing? You take things for granted. Yeah. Even like say if I can't get reception or whatever. It's yeah. like, fuck, man, that's so foreign to me. Yeah. Amy and I constantly on text and... Mm. Me and Bodhi, uh, you know, chat on the cell phone. No, no, no. But, but Van, Bodhi's got an app. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> he's got an app. He's developed the, the an app. The daycare has mates. an app that posts photos of him. Yeah. And so you can just stay up to date with him. What's he, Can I what's, get onto it too? I could get you onto it. You just need an email. I, I need to invite you. It's just a family member that you invite. <laughs> That'd be great. Is, is any of you, is uh, like your parents or anything? No, I don't it? think we have. Man, I, I had an email. I don't even know. Amy just screenshots it all now and sends oh, really? it to me. You don't even get it. Well, I would love I get to the be screenshot. on it. That'd be great. I get the Maybe screenshot. I could pick him up one day next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mate, you can help Amy out. All right. I'm... Um, I'm Fuck, I want to eat this. Yeah, so I, um, it sounded like we'd create an edit there. That's how abrupt you were. But no, this is this is the same show. No, it was what I mentioned at the start. You've yeah. got chocolate. You've still got chocolate in your I've hand. I've still got chocolate in my hand. So basically, uh, obviously our preferred chocolate of choice here on the Daily Talk Show is Hey Tiger, which you can get oh, at heytiger.com.au. True. Amazing chocolate. Unofficial sponsor. Uh, unofficial spot. Not artificial sponsor. Unofficial no. sponsor. Uh, and they, um, yeah, Hey Tiger is uh, great because for one, it's founded by a good friend of mine, Cyan Taid. Bree works there, and they um, all of the mon- all the profit goes to supporting farmers in West Africa, basically yep. where I think something like sixty percent of the world's cacao comes from. So anyway. Uh, change of pace from Hay Tiger to your sort of classic Cadbury dairy milk. Yeah, yeah. I have... Slave-driven yeah, Exactly. No, no. The, the, uh, it actually has a little uh, thing which says... Uh, is it cacao or cocoa? I always get confused when to say cocoa. cacao and when to say cocoa. Where are you, Bondi but or anyway. fucking the birds? <laughs> so there is a difference. There's a difference. But anyway, they, um, they've brought out heaps of different flavors lately in the family blocks. So they've taken what would normally be... 
the smaller chocolate, you know, that you would just get in a bar form oh, yeah. and they've turned it into a full fa- family block. You would have seen they did crunchy years ago and they've come back yeah. with that. Anyway. You're really, you're really into your chocolate. Yeah, the one that, well, uh, to be clear, the chocolate that I normally eat is sort of your 85% That's dark true, chocolate. but when we walked into the shops before. When I saw, well, because I was looking out <laughs> for this. So this is dairy milk. So this is 180 grams, family block. Dairy milk packed with Moro Yum. Dairy milk chocolate with choc malt flavoured creme, 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 <laughs> and creme. smooth flowing caramel. So anyway... Uh, Morrow, I think it's from New Zealand. Maybe I think that's a New Zealand thing. Well, what's what's the equi- like? What's something? It's like a no Mars bar. Yeah, it's basically it's like a Mars, Mars bar. bar, but it's uh, it's in the favourites, Cadbury favourites, <laughs> right? The little ones. But uh, I got this, and I am eating it on the. But we're going to eat it in a couple of minutes. But the reason that I got it and thought that it was uh, enough interest in eating it on the podcast was because, as a kid. I actually... You shoved the moro up your ass. I didn't. I didn't. That is a a reference that most people won't get. But if you listen back to early episodes... But you'll love it. So the... um, So much intrigue with no information. I know. But the... No, so um, moro, you could only ever get uh, in favourites. The small moro. Yeah. And when I was 11 years old, I think 10 or 11, I actually... Uh, I found out that you could get full-size, king-size Moro bars mm. from New Zealand. And my dad's friend was going to New Zealand. Perfect. And he bought back an esky full of king-size Moros. It was to the point where I had my huge like undie drawer at home, took all the undies out, and that became my Moro bar drawer, and I lined them. With king size morrows. Who were you, young Pablo Escobar? Yeah, I just, I just lacing like, it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just like, and they had so much weight to them. I would have one a day. And anyway, so this is very exciting. I saw this uh, morrow chocolate family block of chocolate, and yeah. they um, and you turned into that kid that fucking lines these drawers exactly. with it. No, but I um, you squealed when when I when I because <laughs> the thing is, I saw it maybe a couple of weeks ago. And I didn't get it. Why? Um, because I was trying. I'm like, I don't really eat this sort of chocolate anymore. I haven't had it in a really long time. But anyway, I tell you what, there's no excuse like having one. A bit of nostalgia that, that you've got a ra- you've got a podcast, and we need to try some fucking chocolate. Yeah. Well, so I was like, I'm trying to do two things at once, guys. I'm trying to open it. Um, Interesting thing, yeah, you like talk. your dad's mate getting a fucking whole esky full. There's no chance I would bring back. A bunch of garbage for my son's for my <laughs> for my mate's son. I was a like maybe fun. one. Mm. Actually, it doesn't smell very good. I was going to smell. smell it. It smells like. Smell it. Tell me what you think it smells like. We'll say it on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Dog after treats. <laughs> you said after shave. I said dog treats. Yeah, I, I know the dog treat. I know exactly what you mean. It's almost a bit pal esque. Um, I think you know the favourites. I, I always say. When there's favourites going yeah, around. What's your favourite favourite? No, it's not even that. It's what kind of a person are you? And you can see by the chocolate you get out of those favourites. And I think if you're a Moro guy, yeah. you're a bit fucking weird. I fucking love Moro. Here we go. So we're both trying it. Mm. 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 It's good. Yeah, it's... um. 
It's just full fatties chocolate. Yeah. And I love it's it. It's so sugary. <laughs> you can always taste the sugar mm. in the... Um, well, there's like caramel in there. Contains milk chocolate, 49%. Choc milk flavoured cream. <laughs> you sound like a heroin addict. Caramel, 17%. Ingredients. Oh. So here, I'll read you the top 10 ingredients. Oh, no. Full cream, this is the worst. Full cream milk, sugar, milk solids, vegetable fat, cacao mass, cacao butter, glucose syrup, sweetened condensed milk. Oh, my God. Golden syrup. Uh, in invert sugar emulsifiers, salt, acidity regulator, flavors. Milk chocolate contains cacao solids. Twenty seven percent. Jesus, mm. it it is so sugary. Every one of those ingredients listed, mm. excluding sugar, mm. those ingredients contain sugar within that. Oh, they're all just uh, ten ways to say sugar. <laughs> Isn't it? That's the episode name. Yeah, it's got a good ring to it, doesn't Ten it? Ten ways to say sugar. It's a daily talk show, everyone. And um, because this is pre-recorded, we won't have uh, emails. But uh, please, uh, please send them to us. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. And you know what? One thing that you can do that will really help is in iTunes or in iOS. If you're on an iPhone, if you go into the podcast app, the official podcast app. If you listen on there, or even if you don't, you can go to the Daily Talk Show and you can leave a review. And those reviews mm. help us get seen by other people mm. who might help listen. Help push it up. Exactly. It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. I hope you have a great Monday. Uh, yeah, and if you, you've tried the morrow, why don't you uh, tell us what you think? Maybe um, we're trying to do more Instagram shit as well. Mm. We're slowly, slowly getting there. And we might have another sponsor on the way if you've... If you've uh, been following that too. Have a good one. See you guys.